You are listening to Destiny Pizzas. Today is Wednesday, April 1st, 2020, week 327. I'm Drew Patel. I'm Mike Sesca. And I'm Brian Lay. We figured since we're doing a quarantine, we can force people to join the podcast. I know. I'm this not doing anything. Yeah. This is the way we're going to get people to be on the podcast. It's just like, hey, we're doing it remote now. You've got notes. And we know everyone's at home. Except Brian, no. when he said yes, he did not think it was going to be this, this laborious. <laughs> this is a lot. I had to download an app. You have to give all your information to Facebook because we're using WhatsApp today. Because I have don't... a great idea, though. You guys, we should have now because there's everyone just online. We, you guys can do like unlimited number of guests at the same time. Yeah, that doesn't sound like it would be really taxing on our listener base. That sounds amazing. Everyone it has a distinct voice. It sounds very <laughs> difficult to like have everyone try to wait for their turn to try to talk. It's hard enough with three people I'm feeling right now. <laughs> yeah. Today will be proof that your plan is horrible. Yeah, we're tr- we, what we should do is we're, we're at three right now, but we shouldn't even like go to four. We should just jump to like ten. Yeah, let's yeah, just exactly. let's just record the event on Saturday. Yes, and that then sounds re- amazing. Release Ooh, yeah. it as a podcast. Mike, you need to RSVP. I, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how Instagram works, guys. You just okay, message just him. Nod, nod your head on camera right now to confirm. Okay. All right, perfect. <laughs> I was like, I know you're recording this whole thing anyway. Yeah, but not your head nod, so... I don't know. No, no. I, I, know. To, I know the podcast is for. <laughs> what is it called when you're like in court, and then you have to? You're, you're like, you know how you're like. I just wanted to state that the witness pointed to the person. Oh, like the the typing person. I, I just wanted to say for the record. That, oh, for the record. Mike, yeah, the stenographer. <laughs> yeah, for the record. So. Let the the record show that Mike nodded his head. Just for the listeners, so they know. good enough, though, because I'm, it, we're literally recording this as a podcast and releasing it to the world. So I feel like if that's not proof enough. Yeah, why did you make I, a no, nod? No, I just needed your confirmation, but they don't see your nodding. So I have to tell the audience. That I, I gave a verbal confirmation, though. You did? I didn't hear you. I guess I did, <laughs> technically. Yeah, like he didn't say it yet, but he could have. I, I guess I haven't said it yet. And that would have we'll saved see. us like three minutes of conversation. True. So, yeah, how how do you like this version of the podcast, Brian? This is great. Look, I can have like a dog here. Ooh, ooh, it works Versus, very well for a audio medium. Yeah, it works great for an audio medium because now I can just let the record show that I picked <laughs> up a dog <laughs> and kissed it. We're going to sound like those, like a uh, what are those? Blind captions where you have to describe everything in the room. Like, are those, does it have a specific name? <laughs> wait, like, what? Like, oh, no, no, wait. Accessibility no. text. Yeah, like what? Like you haven't put on those subtitles for movie or not subtitles, but like the they, the extra yeah. audio where they're describing everything in the room for blind people. It's like descriptive yeah. audio. Descriptive audio. I think that's what. I'm yeah. Yeah. Where it's like Brian glances to his right and glances back yeah. forward. <laughs> And you're like, this is super distracting. This is a weird way to watch a movie. <laughs> yeah. 
but I guess it it makes sense if you can't see. Maybe you can't. You don't know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. I I never understood why Stevie Wonder got front row seats at the Laker games. That's true. Because doesn't well, make a can, difference. He did it because he could. It's privilege. It's true. true. <laughs> it's privilege. <laughs> Are you claiming privilege on Stevie Wonder? Yeah, talented privilege. You know, talented people. And wealthy. Yeah. Just true, but I'm, I'm sure, don't all those famous people get them for free or like they know companies that have them or whatever? Yeah, that's like a that's crazy a, thing. It's like celebrities yeah. get endorsed and they get things for free when, yeah, they get more ironically, they don't need it. Says the guy who's running like a sustainable like Instagram with like your, your end your end game would be getting free stuff. Guys, follow my <laughs> <laughs> I really only want to get free stuff from companies I support. Like super, super. That's like the weird thing. Cause they don't they you already support them, so they have no incentive to send you free stuff. I know, that's the worst part. <laughs> it makes no <laughs> yeah. sense. Yeah, that's that's kind of weird how it works. Yeah, yeah. I'm sh- shout out to them. So they give me free stuff that I'm already buying. Yeah. Exactly. Wait, what? What? I'm not even. I'm just endorsing it as a person, not even because they sent it to me. I know. Um, but anyways, if any companies want to send me free stuff, I will support it, whether I buy it or not. So, I guess that's the difference. And if you're gonna send Brian stuff for free, just send it to me first because he probably doesn't buy your stuff. Yeah. Like, and I don't like packaging. Like luxury goods. Any luxury goods you want to send, send them to, my, to me. Because <laughs> I'll appreciate it. Anyways, it's We Viewed Reviewed time. Shall we get Wait, into the... let's go back because I haven't been here for 20 years. Okay. Is it the same format? You're in the, yeah, you're in the middle of the podcast too. We're you're like, in like the we're, least we're... changed episode of the podcast. Yeah. Okay, cool. It's been pretty consistent but yeah it's probably been like a year over 100 episodes and maybe not hundred. over a year yeah i just when i applied for press for la comic-con i think for the past two years i haven't been able to get footage of me on the actual podcast so footage it's been at least two years footage if i take a picture if i take a picture of the screen does that count Audio footage. Oh. A I record. just put in, like, when we talked about Comic-Con last. In the past, like, the last three years. The last years, yeah. I'd be I'm like, like, oh. I'm like, oh, that's how Mike gets his handwritten notes. That's why we don't get I'm stuff. Like, we get forgotten, yeah, you Brian. Guys, you get, yeah, you guys got to get these hand, You mm-hmm. guys got to step your game up. Pick the right episode. I think that's how you do it. You're picking the right episodes, and then they green them, and they're like, oh, this guy. He's, to- he's totally the one in charge. Yeah, got right I'm the only one that talks about the Comic Con experience, and you literally put me as the guy in charge. So did I. I yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they like, know that I'm like the quote unquote boss of the whole organization, and they still write a, him the note. More of a slap in the face. They're like, this guy. Nah, right to the other guy. Yeah, it's like pick better episodes. I guess. Like, we all have like a different strategy of picking episodes. I feel like so. I no, I know. do the same thing that you do. Oh, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to help them out. Oh, it's not gonna work. Yeah, it's not they working. just hate me. They're like, "Oh, I, we don't want to write that name down." <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so let's get into we viewed reviewed. 
I watched a movie this week called Spencer Confidential. Did I watch it because it was on Netflix? Absolutely. Netflix rec, man. You need Friday recommendation. I was like, okay. what? what is something that no one else is going to watch on Netflix? The problem, is, the problem is if you watch it on Netflix and you're like, this was awful. I do not want to recommend it. You're like, I wasted all that time. Luckily, I was in a house against my will. So when you're in quarantine, I feel like beggars can't be choosers, even though I have a long list of movies I want to watch. I somehow chose a movie that I was like, <laughs> what well, is- that's what ended up happening, happening to me. My parents want to watch a movie. And I'm like, I guess I'll watch it. But I'm yeah. like, I don't want to watch this stuff. But that happened with, I guess I will. Four of the movies I watched this week. Oh, no. <laughs> they were movies <laughs> that I was just present for when they were chosen. I had no part. In choosing them. So Spencer Confidential, Marky Mark, Mark Wahlberg. He's like a cop who first of all, uh Brian Tyree Henry is in this movie. Man, he's in everything. No, he's not. It's not him. He, um no, the what? big dude we'll, from Black wait, Panther. <laughs> Why'd you come up with his name and then you're like, that's not it's not him. It's because in my head, the first time I saw the trailer, I was like, Oh, Brian Tyree Henry. I think maybe it was a poster or something. I glanced at the poster and I was like, awesome. This movie looks like a comedy. But, but it's the dude from Black Panther, um, Mbaku. Uh, oh, the guy from Us? Winston Duke? Yeah, Winston Duke. It's him and Marky Mark. And I still thought it was a comedy. This is like a straight... This is a Netflix movie? Like, yeah, it's a Netflix movie. Okay, okay. I know, crazy, right? Yeah. But, <laughs> but they have money. This? And I forgot who, there's an old person in it, and I forgot who that is. He's pretty famous. Like, I could start listening, but that would take forever. Oh, and then, um, no. Who else? There's another guy. Betty Betty White? No, there's another (laughs) famous. There's there's a few people in this movie, but. We have the internet. I'm just going to look it up while you're talking. Okay, thank you. Oh, Um, research. We like. Let the the record show that that Brian is contributing to the podcast. LA Comic Con. Ron Tomatoes. That's generous. <laughs> Post Malone is in this movie. Oh, Donald Cerrone <laughs> and Post Malone are in this movie for a little bit. Yeah. This definitely seems like a movie that an algorithm created. generated. Alan Arkin. Alan Arkin, he's in this. He's the old man. Eliza Schlesinger is in this. Is she? This is wild. <laughs> I didn't know that was her. Is, it, is Marky Mark named Spencer? Yes. Who's Mark his partner? Maron Mark Maron is in this movie, yes. Uh, oh, uh, Bokeem Woodbine. Oh, yeah. The he shocker. plays his old partner. Okay, so the movie starts, Marky Mark, like, bursts into, like, the police chief's house and sees that he, like, beat his wife or something and just starts wailing on him in the lawn. And gets arrested for like aggravated assault. He spends like five years in jail. And then it, the movie fast forwards. Like he's in, he gets arrested. Movie fast forwards to him talking to Post Malone in jail. And he gets in a fight, and you're like, wow, Marky Mark can fight, but it's Hollywood, so he wins against like six people. 
And then Alan Arkin picks him up and he's like, we need to go. Cause I guess Eliza Schlesinger, it was like his baby mama shows up or something. And I guess he just like got arrested and didn't tell her. So yeah, the movie was, was pretty bad, but, um, Mbaku was really good. So there's that. I like how everyone else is called by their actor. Their, their actual <laughs> What's his name? Winston Duke. Winston, Winston Duke, Duke Winston is Duke. great in this he movie. He's got such a cool name, too. Yeah. And it's like very memorable. It's not like. Yeah. But like, so, Bokeem Woodbine is harder to remember, I feel like. Then. Yeah, I forgot. I think you, there's got like, that, you got that one, no problem. You're like, yeah. <laughs> it's. um. But yeah, he's. He's good in this movie, and there's like a whole, like, conspiracy and drugs, and they're like, is a cop? Are the cops behind this? So like, Marky I feel like Mark, Mark Wahlberg, he's in like five of these same movies. Like, yeah, always like he always yeah, plays like, like the disgraced cop. Yeah, it's like Four Brothers. I think was a similar plot, but that one had Andre Three Thousand in it and Tyrese in it as well. Yeah, there's one where he's like a sniper, but on the run too. That's shooter, called Shooter. Yeah, he's like a shooter, but he's on the run. I feel like this is all the same movie. Yeah, it's always like involves him being like a disgraced cop or something. And I'm like, you're. It's the Mark Wahlberg universe. Cinematic. Yeah. yeah. But you you can't have a cinematic universe when it's just this one guy playing different characters who are all the same. <laughs> they need to do a Mark Wahlberg version. Where he's all his characters meet each other and they're just all the same character. They and they're like, how crazy? Like, you did this too? Like, what about We're the bees, the guys? What about the bees? Yeah, so I give it like a three out of eight. I don't know. It was not that good because I'm like, just kick his ass. What, what's stopping you? And there's a scene where like you think he gets killed, but he doesn't. And I'm like, Surely that would have killed you. Yeah, it was weird. Anyways. Yeah, three out of eight. Congratulations, Marky Mark. He disappointed me again. Um, then I watched <laughs> the actually good movie I watched was Seven Stages to Achieve Eternal Bliss. Brian, have you heard about this movie? Nope. It stars uh, Kate Micucci. You know who that is? Mm-hmm. Dan Harmon. Oh, this is that movie with the we watched that trailer, right? Yeah, Taika Waititi. Anyways, couple moves into an apartment, finds out that their bathtub is a vessel that people, these cult members, use to kill themselves in to achieve eternal happiness. <laughs> and the cult was led by Taika Waititi, and it gets crazy, and it's a fun movie, and I don't want to spoil anything. But I give it a 7 out of 8. Wow. I already got sold after you said Tycho. I have to go watch it. Yeah, and he plays a cult leader, so it's even better. Mike? Yes, I saw Onward. Pixar movie. Two brothers in a fairy tale world, but it's been modernized. It's like the world of Bright, I feel like, except there's no humans, I guess. But I, I always get that vibe from the trailer. 
that it was like so like a lot of racism yeah like just <laughs> overt that, racism that, that theme's not in this <laughs> so like, oh, cut out all the racism all the craziness and all the will smith and, uh, and all like the police brutality <laughs> yeah and let's just do do all the family stuff but yeah it's about two brothers uh chris pratt's character and tom holland's character who their dad dies when they're young but then there's like magic in the world but it's gone away because technology is overtaking magic but then they get some magic and they're they they're able to bring their dad back for a day they only bring back his legs because they don't complete the spell so it's basically them on a journey trying to get him to fully come back but it's a the whole whole adventure story and stuff but it's very very pixar very very touching at the end Uh, where they find out that their mom is the dad that they their mom was the dad the whole time <laughs> like their uh, mom since it took since she like took over for both parents they need to appreciate her more you're not too far off but you're off you're, you're off but I because don't their dad it. was never in the picture so like <laughs> because he died in this instance but yeah this is yeah, how it always it's, is it's like frozen where it's like yeah anna is the true love because Family love and romantic love is no different in medieval times. Are you Wait, telling is me that's a message? <laughs> that's are, are you telling me that Disney is ripping itself off and just doing the same thing over and over? But you see, Pixar and Disney are separate, so, so it can't be. Yeah, it, it's got to be different. So it's kind of like they're ripping each other off, but they're not. Yeah. But it was interesting because this movie was like, there's a lot of Pixar in it as far as like the emotional story and stuff. But then I feel like there's, you've got like the either DreamWorks or like the other animation studios. That's I feel like. Like Blue Sky or. Yeah. I kind of feel like it's wrapped in that, even though it's got a lot of the messaging and stuff. But it's just like the world, the world still seems weird to me. It just doesn't feel. Was John Lasseter still involved in this? I'm not sure. I wonder if this. I can tell you. If this is why. Maybe, but do you think it was? Was it like how was it? How do you scale it in Pixar? Like, I thought it was pretty good. Like, I mean, it's hard to judge. Like, better I'm than Toy Story Four. I like Toy Story Four more. Better than Good Dinosaur. Personally, better than Good Dinosaur. That's... So there you okay, go. There so you go, people. I'm dinosaur. not a big fan of a good dinosaur. Okay, Green Lantern. Let's just sit down. No, I'm okay, no. But... I'm just saying I'm not a fan of it. Comparatively, Pixar is a standard, and I'm like that's not not at my Pixar standard. It reaches my Pixar standard, honestly. Okay. If that means anything. Oh, okay. That's but it. like, it's hard. It's hard to really like. Yeah. It's it, it. I don't know. I, I'd have to look through all the Pixar movies to kind of rank them to think. But I would say in the, the somewhere in the middle. I don't know. What what do you rate it out of eight? Uh, I give it seven out of eight. There you go. I, I think it's worth watching if you like Pixar, and it's well, yeah, it's very touching. Very touching. Oh, I forgot I watched this movie. Um, so I watched this movie called <laughs> Aftermath. You forgot you watched it. It was. Aftermath. Yeah. Let me. Is it about Slim Shady? No, it would have been better if it was. Okay, I wish. Um, it's a sequel so, a mile, man. Aftermath. It's yeah, it's a sequel. It's where he's successful. Um, no, I wish it was that movie. This movie advertisements 
on Netflix or the promotion on Netflix was very Arnold Schwarzenegger heavy. So you get a certain vibe that you that you think the movie's going for. And you watch this movie and you wait and you wait and you wait and you never get that Arnold Schwarzenegger vibe. It's about a dude. Is he in it or like he's, he's in it? No, he's okay. in it, but it's like a dramatic movie. Okay. So it's about a guy who loses his wife and daughter in an airline collision caused by like an air traffic controller. And like on purpose or like, no, like the air traffic controller was like in this whole situation and like two planes collided in, in the sky. And then Arnold Schwarzenegger loses his wife and daughter in that. And he like, you see him like going through stuff and, and then like, I guess, I don't know, like seeking, like, then you see like, him recovering a little bit and like getting back to normal life. But then someone's like, yeah, my wife picked it out and they're like, whoops, sorry. Like you're the guy who lost his wife and kid. And then like, you see the other side where it's the air traffic controller and like the airlines, like we can give you a new identity. Just like leave this town. And he's going through a divorce cause he's all like psychotic now. So like his wife and his wife and son leave. It's super weird. I don't know. This movie was trash. <laughs> and I'll have you know, my parents both thought this movie was trash as well. And it was one of those movies that after when it was done, people try to look to blame who the person was that picked the movie. <laughs> and the person that picked the movie was trying to blame the other two people for saying, why didn't you stop it then? <laughs> so this movie it's gets crazy. Up. You got, so you got through the whole movie and no one was like, we're done. Like let's stop. Because we all expected there to be like an action sequence. <laughs> and like, yeah. there, there, I can see that. I can. There is kind of one like in the last 10 minutes. It's just super weird, though, because I was like, I cannot believe we just wasted like an hour and a half of our lives. So, wow, that's saying something these times. It's like you kind of want to waste time. I know, like, oh, I got another time down, more time down. (laughs) Yeah, we're closer, right? We're closer, (laughs) closer to just oblivion. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's like we're getting closer, maybe. To something better, I hope. I mean, I was tempted to just go outside and like lick the floor of Costco to just make <laughs> make this horrible life end. That's what this movie. Made. Well, if you do, you have to you have to record it on TikTok. For... That's the rule. Yeah. Yeah, or just asking people to cough in my face. That's what I wanted to do. <laughs> this is going down a deep fetish rabbit hole. <laughs> that we should move on. Oh, is that the, is that your? Are you are you opening up to us, Brian? You're like, I'm a bug catcher. Um, I watched The Invisible Man. Do you guys watch this one? Oh, is that the one I like, Slender Man? That what? No, this is... is that... That's not Slender Man, no. 
my parents watched this one. I didn't watch it. Is, is it scary? <laughs> it is not scary. It's not scary. Okay. There's some scenes where it's not scary by like your standards or by Mike's standards. Yeah, yeah. By any your standards are different than mine. No, my oh. parents aren't horror movie people. They watched it. Um. So does it, Elizabeth does it set up a cinematic universe for the dark universe. Is it back? No. It's like, yeah, like um, this girl is in like this relationship uh, with like a tech genius who's like a master of photo optics or something. And she escapes and you end up finding out that he was abusive and he kills himself. But then she claims that he doesn't kill himself. And she's being tormented and people don't believe that she's being tormented because it honestly sounds kind of crazy. And she's like on some medication or something. And I don't know. It's like one of those things, you know, like in movies, sometimes they'll, they'll show you like a medicine bottle and it says the name of the medicine. And then I'm like, I'm not a doctor or a pharmacist. I don't know what that is. This is a big plot point, but who knows? Like, so I don't know if it was like antipsychotic medication or birth control. I think it was antipsychotic what, medication. What is the movie trying to tell? Completely different. <laughs> yeah, because they they show you the medicine bottle twice in the movie, but she mentions that she is like <laughs> they're gonna figure it out. The audience. She mentioned she was on birth control, so I don't know. Anyways, you know what? I'm pretty sure it was not birth control because birth control yeah. comes in like a daily thing, like to make you. You're right. I think they would have like not said this, like they wouldn't have emphasized the bottle and then say she's on birth control. Like they're not trying to pair those two things together. That would, but it also could have been sleeping medication because <laughs> because she tries to. I need, now I need to watch the movie just for this the medicine bottle thing, <laughs> just to be like, what was that? Let me let me search. I think it was like. Diazepam. I think that's antipsychotic. Like a mood I stabilizer. That, I think that's right. Yeah. That sounds right. Anxiety disorders, alcohol withdrawal, and muscle spasms. So blurry. Because it's not meant to be done. Anyways. Oh. Um, so I was right. <laughs> kind of. Threw out a wide net. Was right. <laughs> Anyways, um, then people re- like she lives with like uh, uh, her sister's friend because she's worried that like he'll find her. Find out the dude killed himself, and she's still being tormented. And she's like, he didn't kill himself; he faked his death. And finds out that he had like this invisible suit. I don't know. It was good, but like some of it was like, well, they showed like they kind of did. It's like, you know, when like you see like Chekhov's gun now, you see like a Chekhov's gun type thing and you're like, oh, I definitely know this is going to come back later on. But they do it like three times in this movie where you're like, this is a very obvious thing. This is a very obvious thing. This is a very obvious thing. Is that in a good way or a bad way? In a bad way. Because then like you're also... Because I was talking to my mom about it afterwards, and she's like, "Well, maybe this is what happened," and I'm like, "No, 
because like this one scene like easily refutes your theory. So like it doesn't do itself any service by doing that. But yeah, it was good. Oh, it's it was better than the mummy. I feel like a six. People are giving this really good views. That's yeah. very high. These people uh, not in our scale. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's like it's a good <laughs> no, movie. I wouldn't say it's like a good horror movie. Yeah. It doesn't like go that extra level. Yeah, like I wasn't interesting. Yeah. And like they show you a lot in the trailer. Like I think you would enjoy it, Mike. Because like you're maybe, not like, maybe probably. It's like a horror movie made but, for not horror movie people. Well Yeah, that sounds like my kind of movie. <laughs> it's, maybe it's maybe it's also maybe it's also on the dark universe scale that like the mummy stuck. Like all the other stuff that sucks. Well, but it's not the Dark the Universe because it's like a Bloomhouse. I know, I know, it's not the. I know it's not, but like it's still that property because like they're still doing so like maybe? the Elizabeth Banks Invisible Man movie. Yeah, sure. and that, that was supposed wait, to be. Wait, like, are those two different studios? No, I think that's the same studio, but like it's I don't know. Oh, it's a different division. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, but like. It was good, but like if you saw the Baba Duke, which I know, like neither, I don't think either of you did. Did you, Brian? Mm-mm, no. It it plays off of that because like the Baba Duke is all about like this this mom who like is being tormented by this like creature, and she like calls out sick, but then like it gets revealed that she's not sick. So like they're kind of like playing with the whole like is she crazy? Is she not? And like people that trust her think she might be going crazy but like in but as the audience we know that like there is this creature so it's like one of those things but like they don't lean into it as far as I would have wanted them to um and then I watched Birds of Prey nice what do you think about it Ryan did you watch it not yet not yet um I thought it was alright I mean like I, I got a very big like Deadpool two vibe from it. it felt oh, very, very like Deadpool, Deadpool two. Like, yeah, I was like, there's a kid, and like, you got to save this kid, but you don't really want to, but like, you're doing it anyway because you're you're a bad guy, but you're kind of good. So it's like, I got a very big vibe. But I don't think it actually went far enough. Like, it was kind of trying to be like Harley Quinn movie, but like it it wasn't stylized enough to really. I feel like it should have almost like tried harder to in the way like like Deadpool like you can feel that it's like a dead you're in Deadpool's world. I kind of feel like you kind of feel like it's Harley Quinn's world because the Gotham doesn't really look like Gotham normally does, and it's kind of bright and different. It's, like I thought they should have leaned that leaned into that even more. It's weird something. because they did lift a lot from like Suicide Squad. Yeah, but then at the same time they like tried to be Deadpool, but then like didn't. It, yeah, exactly what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, it was like they only kind of tried to do Deadpool, like, but like with some voiceover and stuff, but they didn't like, they didn't go to the extreme, which like, it's a different character, but it, it seemed like they almost should have gone like even loopier and see like, what if the movie was Gotham, but like, it's not, but it's only, it's through, you're through Harley Quinn prison. Yeah, so it's prison. like an unreliable narrator. It's unreliable narrator, which I kind of feel like that's what the movie still is, even though they didn't really tell you that that much. But it kind of still feels like that because everyone's in these kind of costumes 
that are like more bright and colorful than you would expect for those characters. But you have to remember this is called Birds of Prey and not Harley Quinn. (laughs) That's true. Until they (laughs) change it a week later to get more people to go. It's uh, it's weird because like I had I think it's the problem of seeing it late too, where everyone I know who saw it before me was just so amped on it and was like, This is the mm -hmm. best. And I'm like after I saw it, I'm like, did I watch a different movie? Yeah. Am I what am I missing? It does feel like a more uh, theatrical experience for this movie is probably better. It does feel like one of those movies. I agree which with is, that. Which is most movies, but like, it still was like... I, I guarantee eh. you, Spencer Confidential and Aftermath would not have been any better watching it in a theater. That's <laughs> 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 uh, Yeah, but what do you think of Harley? I mean, Birds of Prey. I keep calling Harley Quinn, but it changed the name, yeah. Uh, it it was fine. It, it was kind of. I wish they didn't like do some stuff with the movie. Like it was weird. Like I feel like Black Mask was like half used, and I feel like yeah, Canary was half used. Like, I feel like a lot of these it was characters. Kinda, everybody are, was half used. Yeah, yeah. It it was like I thought it was going to be a team up movie where they were in. They were a team like the whole time, but that's not really what. No, it's like, yeah, it's weird. Uh, yeah, and then like shout out to Ali Wong's agent for like getting her because I remember in the trailers you would see it says Ali Wong and I think even on some posters it said Ali Wong she's only in the movie for like 10 minutes oh yeah yeah so congratulations that was impressive it's like the Brian Cranston of Godzilla (laughs) (laughs) yeah fairly in the movie and very marketed yeah very marketed Uh, what do you give it Mike I, I probably give it a five five out of eight. I think like um, yeah. I think that's the potential. I like the I like the like most of the characters I like. I just feel like they didn't use them in the movie enough. But like, like I like I like pretty much every every character. I would love to movie. see like an uncut like a three hour cut of this movie. Yeah, like we're, we're there's probably more story. Everyone's got more story. It just felt like they everyone did have their own story and we're kind of in the same movie. Yeah more than like they and then they come together but it, it like yeah it it it's it just uh not 100% what I was expecting it, okay now i get to be quiet for a little bit so mike it's all you okay so i saw this movie called the postcard killing which is with um jeffrey dean morgan so his daughter dies in europe in i want to say like spain and he's like a he's like a New York cop, so he goes to he's trying to solve the murder, and it's the, the murders are the postcard killing. So what happens is the killer sends the postcard to a journalist in that city, but like a couple of days before the murder, and then they and then they murder him and they put him in like an artistic pose basically. So they're basically announcing what they're doing and trying to do some convoluted message. But basically he's he's hunting. It's happening all around Europe. And it's all these couples getting killed. Couples? So he's trying to... Yeah, it's a lot of cu- it's couples getting killed, yeah. Okay. So it's like, they're all like young oh, couples. Oh, his, his daughter is an adult. His daughter is an adult. Yeah, okay. sorry. His daughter is an adult. <laughs> she just got married. She's a newlywed. Sorry, I didn't explain that part. Ah. I was thinking like a child. Adult. And I was like, how no, no, peculiar. No. Like a child gets murdered <laughs> and then all these couples get murdered. 
<laughs> no, no. So he's he's not there. Like he goes to Europe for a a, a, a honeymoon, basically a tour around Europe. He gets killed in Europe, so he comes from New York to there to see the body. And he he's like obsessed with uh, finding the killers. The killers killing couples around Europe, basically going different cities, sending postcards and stuff. So yeah, that's basically what what's happening. Then you find out more about everything. Um. But yeah, that's all right. It's kind of, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of weird. It's kind of a weird movie, um, because you, you like, yeah, there's like, you like learn something, and then there's like, yeah, you you learn, yeah, you pretty much learn the killer, probably like halfway through. So it's like after that, you get into more story, and it's like this story went off the rails and is very strange. (laughs) Um, but yeah. I'd probably give it like a three, three out of eight. Nice. Uh, and then I saw this movie, The Way Back. You guys heard of this? Is Ben Affleck movie? Yeah, it's about his life. If he was a basketball coach instead of an <laughs> yeah, actor, I know. Pretty much is. It pretty much is because he's he's this uh, he's this like alcoholic. Well, he basically he's he got divorced from his wife, so he's like becomes this. Well, I don't know if he was before. I I don't know. I'm assuming he wasn't before, or he may have been one, but now he's like really heavy into drinking so he's like an alcoholic and then he gets this opportunity to coach this basketball team at a high school where he used to go and he was like a really good player so it's basically him working through it's more it's more about the him being an alcoholic and working through his troubles than it is basketball a basketball movie you're trying to fill that march madness hole in you weren't you (laughs) yeah basketball (laughs) but like this movie and like it it goes on the line of like Apparently, alcoholics and gamblers are like the best coaches for young children because in the mm-hmm. Mighty Ducks, Coach Bombay, he was a drunk driver, and they put him in to coach some kids in Kiwi hockey and hardball. And then, and then hardball, Keanu Reeves is like this gambler, and like I don't, I know what to do with him. Bad news bears. Play. Yes, this is like a theme of movies. If you get like an alcoholic and a gambler, or or a gambler, or a younger be brother, because in Little Giants. Yeah. He's like the he's like the loser brother. Yeah. So there's like all these people you wouldn't think would be coaches, but it comes up over and over in movies. Like, is this what happens in real life? Are like we letting alcoholics coach like children? Is this like a thing that like <laughs> we you should. do that and like oh because it, it's weird. It seems like punishment for these people. Like for some reason in movies they're like I I still don't understand in Mighty Ducks they're like you're a drunk driver. What are you gonna do for community service? Co- coach a bunch of kids? Is that how like coaches are chosen for like kids? I feel like this isn't accurate. Maybe not Very where weird. we live. Maybe it's like an inner city. Maybe not. Could be. But yeah, I, I always thought that was strange. I'm like, this keeps happening in movies. But yeah, anyway. So yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's yeah, watching Ben Affleck go through stuff where it's like he was doing the same thing, not the same thing, but like I think he had problems with alcohol and drugs like recently. Yeah, but it's interesting well, to see it like regularly. Choose this thing. Yeah, throughout yeah, his career. Regularly. Yeah, true. So how was very interesting meta movie. Watch. How was America's part. eternal sweetheart Janina Gavankar? Oh, she was great. There we go. She's his, uh, she's his uh, ex-wife. Oh, yeah. this movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bad, bad. He's like an alcoholic. <laughs> now I know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you, you just, just Gavankar? You just yeah, hear sports yeah, and it's just out of your head. But You're like, there's there basketball in that movie. Yeah, there's some cool parts in the movie because it doesn't like. There's a part in the movie where like, oh, this is traditionally where one of these types of movies would end, but then it keeps going, and you're like, oh, that, that's interesting. I like the I like the change up on 
how the movie goes because you're like oh it's going to end like this and then oh that did that yeah. like this like you could literally end the movie there and be like oh that's how a lot of these movies end that's how it goes but then it keeps going you're like oh this is this is a different way to go so like i kind of i like that aspect of it so i thought i thought that was pretty cool i'd mm-hmm. probably give it like a seven out of eight nice i, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was uh, and then I saw the movie The Hunt, which is about a bunch of rich people who gather a bunch of like, well, it's a, a bunch of like rich elite, like liberal people who I gather really a bunch of, yeah, they gather a bunch of conservative people, uh, like poor conservative people, I guess they're poor. And then, uh, um, yeah, they, they try to, they go kill them. So. How interesting, because I I thought that was only done in real life i didn't know they made it's, a movie about like, it yeah it's like very <laughs> yeah it's pretty much a documentary <laughs> but i liked it because they, they they uh they got a bunch of actors and then they're like you don't even know whose movie it really is they're like whose movie is this and they're like oh no they just they just killed a person where i thought it was their movie it's like no it's not their movie. i don't even want to say who like the main people are because it's interesting to be like oh it's not even their movie interesting so, but yeah it was it was interesting to watch uh yeah, it was an interesting movie. It's like, yeah, kind of exaggerated and interesting. I can see why this movie, well, this was like delayed and like, I think it works fine now. So like, it's because of the liberal media, that. right? The liberal liberal media yeah, tried to bury so. this movie. It's, 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 <laughs> yeah, because it's so real <laughs> that they're like, ah, we can't let them get out our secret. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it was interesting. Um, I want to give it. Uh, struggling between uh I'll, I'll give it a six it's all right it sounds like alex jones wet dream so <laughs> a six is all right on this scale this is very, very confusing it's my weird scale where i'm like if it's good it's like a six five it's like is enjoyable like, but and it's like know. good it's like there's a whole yeah. thing to it brian yeah it's, okay. it's hard it's just, it's just you just you just have to judge it by basically your other selections and then you're like that's how it fits you're like did <laughs> i enjoy it yeah, you can it's do a, your own scale of how you. It's an enjoyability things, scale like, more really than hard. like a quality yeah, scale. Yeah, it's exactly. It's, yeah, it's kind of more what it is. But everyone has their own way of. And then sometimes that. the like, movie Usher will never give a movie above like a five. He's like every movie, like even, it like, has Jurassic to Park, be not an eight to him. Yeah, and that's but like one of his favorite movies. Us, we're like, oh, I really like that movie. It was very enjoyable. We'll give it an eight, even though we're like, that's not the best movie in the world. But, like, or it has problems. We yeah, so well that's how we do it. I don't not how do you how do you rate movies, Brian? Yeah, yeah, how do you do it? I think it's more like how I feel after it. And then and then I'll put it on my list and then I'll like just go down and be like, uh, did I like it more than that movie? And then I just place There used it to in. be a website that would that... do that where it would put two movies up and you choose which one you liked more. Oh like a bracket. And then eventually, after you rated like two thousand movies, it, you would have some sort of listing. Mm. Yeah, that way makes more sense to me. Is like how you compare it to other. Like, yeah, yeah. Easier in my head to be like, yeah, I liked it more than that. I like, but it's all like a sliding scale. Like my top ten every year. That like most of those are eight out of eight for me. So yeah, like, I really like those movies. How it does. Um, then I watched Contagion. Yeah, the one a lot with, of people are watching. Uh, Dustin Hoffman. No, he's not in. What movie am I thinking of? 
I don't know. That's what I was trying to figure out. Well, it's, this one's got Matt Damon, uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, what's this movie? Most movie. Oh, Outbreak. Uh, I was thinking yeah. of Outbreak. Oh, Outbreak. Yeah, but this movie is basically about a pandemic, like what's going on now. But like this one's like everything happens instantaneous, like deadlier. So it's like I don't know. Oh, They're predicting a hundred thousand yeah. to two hundred thousand people to die in America. So. Yeah. If we do everything true. perfectly, so. Yeah, that's yeah. With twenty percent of states are still like not not stay at home orders, which is mind boggling to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's bonkers. But yeah, this basically like what happens in this movie is there's a it's a there's a virus that comes from China that comes from a bat and then it comes into America and all around the world and everyone's infected with this disease and they're trying to solve it and everything happens really rapidly like everyone dies like immediately then they get a they like formulate a vaccine and everything seems to be like the timeline on this movie is like six months and everything's done but like millions of people die so well, very... we're we're pretty early in that so let's just see how it goes that's true. We couldn't get match it, but I'm saying like no, like instantaneously, literally, people like get this thing and then they like die, like immediately, and then like yeah, it's pretty rapid. I don't it's know. Like, Do you with, see those with, numbers with, every day? Within a, within a week, like a million people were dead. This, we I'm telling you, like when it first started. You don't know the numbers in China. I mean, that's true, but like I'm telling you, this thing they flew over here, and it was like a week later, and they were like millions of people dead. I don't think that's. <laughs> It was like, I was like watching the events now and watching then. I'm like, yeah, yeah it's not that bad. We were able to, <laughs> yeah, we could be worse. We could be instantaneously have all these people die. Yeah. But it's almost worse than our reacting to that because now it's like people are like, why don't we wait till it gets bad to do more restrictions? It's like one of the most idiotic things that's happening right now. It's like, eh, the 20% of governors that aren't doing that, like aren't states on lockdown. They're like, eh, it's not that bad here yet. Yeah. Why would you want to wait till something gets bad? It's, crazy. it's like, oh, uh, well, well, how many people are you testing? We're like, oh, none. Yeah. And you're like, why aren't you it's testing not- anyone? Well, they're not showing symptoms. And I'm like, this isn't how it works. Yeah, but this this, this movie very much mirrors kind of what the, 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 the like basic idea of a pandemic. Um, so I give like uh, give it like six out of six out of eight. Pretty well done. I watched Bloodshot. Anyone else watch Bloodshot? I didn't see Bloodshot. Mm-mm. Vin um, Diesel. Yeah, the Diesel, not Shaq, but Vin <laughs> Diesel. Who, if they should make brothers, like a twins movie with those two Vin guys. Diesel and Shaq? Yeah. It does work because it's like the sh- the short versus the really tall guy. Yeah, and they like look they look tall, similar right? enough. Yeah. Yeah, but the whole point of twins is they don't look similar at all. Yeah, but if you tried to like ground it in reality, I guess. Or they're the father, and I, they're like. I think Danny DeVito could be a uh, well. The whole that's the weird concept of that movie. It was like there's like seven different fathers or something. They like mixed all their sperm into one. Yeah, it's like Freddy Krueger, where in Freddy Krueger's universe, that I'm sure you're not familiar with, Mike. His mom. I know. I'm aware of this. Yeah. But this part of it because you bring it up quite a bit <laughs> i'm not gonna bring it up then because i sound like a psychopath <laughs> no no i think brian is here if he doesn't know. brian do you know freddy krueger's origin you've probably mentioned this before i feel like you have when i was there 
<laughs> but go ahead. I think you bring it <laughs> out of me. That rings a bell. So his mom works in a prison, and there's like a prison riot, and she gets like gang raped by a hundred criminals. And he is the product of that. In the story of that universe, why is she at like a male prison? What's going on? She's a prison guard. Oh, she's a guard. A guard or like a doctor or something. Who knows? She's she's something. That's not the detail I'm focused on. (laughs) That's the detail I'm I'm harping on. (laughs) What's she doing there? (laughs) Why is she at the jail? I thought she was in jail. Okay, that's her. Maybe it's like a Harley Quinn situation. Because in Suicide Squad, they gloss over the fact that it, it appears that she gets raped. Anyways, Bloodshot. Yeah, there's very, <laughs> very, very interesting in, in that movie. Yeah. Blood... That was also weird. That was a big point of the movie was breaking up with the Joker. But like the Joker's not in it. So it's like very weird. But that's yeah. a big plot point. So. Um, anyway. Bloodshot. Vin Diesel, he's like a soldier. His wife gets killed. He gets killed. He gets like, his body is donated to science and this company makes him into like a super soldier where his cells can like, he has these nanobites in his blood and they like can rebuild him. And he's also like super strong and everything. So he's like the six million dollar man almost. But he, his body can like rebuild itself. But then those nanobites need to be recharged or like replaced every like twenty four hours or after like a certain amount of damage. So like eventually in the trailer they show this, so it's not really a spoiler, that you find out like he's being used to kill these people. And he's yeah, also like the, super. The trailer tech- revealed too. I didn't see the movie, but I thought the trailer revealed a lot of. Like, yeah, it revealed like everything. Was, yeah. So like they use him, and they like edit his memory to change like the killer of him and his wife to be like whoever they need to be killed. And it's cool because there's a scene where he like gets in a plane, and they're like, "You know how to fly a private jet?" And he's like, "I just downloaded the manual." It's very much like trying to be like the Matrix. Yeah. Um, that was like one of the cool parts. Some of the action scenes are really cool in this movie, but like story wise, and then um, the dude from New Girl, he's in it. Jake Johnson? No, the black dude, who's not Damon Wayne's son. Michael Wayne's son? I don't know. He's he's not that one. He's the other one. Hmm. He's the one that played basketball in Europe. Like they, he was in like the second episode. And um, I haven't actually seen the show. Okay. I feel like, anyways, he plays a British guy in this movie. <laughs> I'm trying to like picture. I'm like, I probably know what this guy. Looks Let me like. find it. I forgot you guys can see my screen, so I can just expose you guys to do what I can just. You guys have to look what I look at. Um, but he plays a. He plays like this British hacker dude. That was pretty cool. Uh, his name. Lamorne Morris. This guy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's in a 
What was a Kobe Bryant tribute in this movie? I don't know. I don't know what the hell. Let me find us. Oh. I don't know, but I found out he was American, and I was like, that's pretty crazy. Wait, does he do a British thing in, in New Girl? No, he's American. Yeah, but if he, why would you be surprised he's American? Because his British accent was so good. Oh. <laughs> I was like, if you saw him in New Girl first... He does an American accent in New Girl. Yeah. But I guess you, you've only seen them in the two things. Yeah, like, so I was real? like, which one's real? Yeah. Okay. So anyways, yeah, he's great in it. Um, And they're like all... So Bloodshot, Vin Diesel, is in, like, this team of, like, one of the dudes lost his legs, one of the guys lost an arm, one girl, like, lost her lungs so she can, like, breathe through this weird valve thing on her chest. They're all, like, bionics people, cyborgs, I guess. But, um, then the movie gets really convoluted, and you're like, wait, what's the whole point of this movie? And it suffers. But they like they did ruin a lot of the movie in the trailer. So yeah, yeah, there's a lot of. I feel like they would. Yeah, so I give it like a Definitely. four. It's fun though. It's enjoyable. Watch yeah, it. Yeah, it does seem like there's an interesting part. But in it. I think like, it looks good. The trailer. I feel like yeah, it looks, it looks like cool. As far as like uh, visuals. But I think it suffers because you you expect it to be setting up some sort of universe or something, and it doesn't do that. And I was like, well, I would kind of like to be in this more. And then, but like, better. And then they just don't do that. And then I watched Fate of the Furious. Have you even seen, like, any of the other ones? Like, so I saw, just, like, jump in. I saw one, two, and three. And then I found out my parents are huge fans of this franchise. <laughs> and my mom, five. Five is so good. My mom had not seen the seventh movie. Is that Fate of the Furious? The seventh one? No, Fate is eight, Brian. I don't think They're it clever. is, though. It yeah, is. it's it's the marketing so is the F and the eight. Okay. Yeah, Furious Seven is a movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Or Fast Seven. I mean they call it different things in different countries. So I think it's like Fast, Fast Five, Fast and Furious <laughs> Furious Seven. Yeah, seven, Brian yeah. has it down. F, I don't know what nine is. F9. I think it's F9. Yeah. Which I don't know what that button does on my keyboard, but <laughs> I think it plays yeah, they a should, secret. They should just start calling them like the keyboards. Like, like <laughs> F9 is fast forward, which is also a good, good title for. Ah, they should just call it fast forward. Yeah, they could have called it either one. Like all oh, those keyboard, those keyboard nerds will really get it. Yeah, only on Macs though. <laughs> Only Mac keyboard nerds. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I watched this movie. Um, sure, fun. Okay, why not? You need to watch five, six, seven. Five is good. Yeah, you're very like, like, out of the loop. 
Where's the one where Paul Walker dies? I think that's in seven. Seven. No, no, yeah, he doesn't die. Watch... Start spoiler. Yeah, he, oh, he, he drives off. Paul Walker, the character. I mean, Paul Walker, the no. Brian. The character is fine. Oh, yeah, I mean, the character, yeah, Brian's yeah. fine. He drives He's off. Raising yeah. his family. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. He's fine. He'll show that up. That was very movie. emotional. I cried. Yeah. That's that's seven. You need to watch five, six, seven to appreciate yeah. what it. about it's four? Hard to jump into eight, I didn't I, see the fourth one either. Well, that's the thing. Eight, you're like, he has a kid. You're like, where did that come from? And then you're like, like, there's all that stuff pays off. It's crazy how much like story there actually is in these movies. Okay, anyways. <laughs> The Cuba, the Cuba it's car really race is cool. Me, these fast the it's Cuba, yeah, very, very interesting. Like you really think it would just be dumb action movies, but there is like stories that they're like, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, a movie, a plot point you forgot two years ago, we're bringing it back, <laughs> and you're like, what? You're doing that, and that's it's that, that's the most shocking thing to me. It's like who? There's who's a lot of heart movies? in these movies. There is. It's all about the family. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyways, this isn't your review of the movie. <laughs> this is my review. <laughs> And I've only seen the first three. That's hilarious. Oh my god! And then I watched the this eighth is like one. Probably the worst one to jump to because you could probably let, like jump in earlier and you'd be all right. But I think eight is like really you need a lot of plot from the other three. For the other ones, you could use plot from Earth one, two, and three. But this no eight. It's a great movie. It's fun. Yeah, I agree. I know, but I'm saying the story. Really, I don't know why I I have a story. Okay. So the Cuba race. I'm waiting for them to bring back other characters. They just like to see that stuff. Yeah, like Bow Wow. I think he comes back, right? In one of these. I would love to see that. Yeah. He's probably gonna be back in the the next one. I want Jaw Rule to come back. Be like. Yeah, or like the guy who found that. The guy who plays PlayStation in his car. Yeah. Be more Tokyo Drifty. No, the PlayStation guy's in the first one, though. Oh, he's in. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we just lost you for a little bit. Oh, no. My phone did not like that. Can you guys talk? Hello? One moment. Let's see if this works. We're doing it live, people. Let's try this again. Hello? Hello? I guess there's an hour limit. Oh, technical difficulty. Oh, okay. So, (laughs) Fate of the Furious, Cuba car race, er, fun. Um... He's like, I earned your respect. I don't need your car. Toretto's drive fast cars. Fun. Bring back, I just, bring back his cousin in the next movie. Then they bring in The I, Rock. They bring in Charlie Theron. Oh, no, Charlie Theron's in Cuba. They bring her in. It's all fun. Uh, Christopher Hivju, he's great. I hope he gets a speedy recovery. But I don't understand how, like, a person who can hack everything 
loses sight of Vin Diesel for like five minutes. That's very true. There is logic. <laughs> And it's then, just funny to jump from three to this one because you're like, now they're like straight up superheroes that like can't die. <laughs> yeah, like, and then they like fake where, deaths. Where the other ones are a slow build to that, but now it's like just an extreme. That car, the Berlin one, that was cool. I'm confused as to why Natalie Emmanuel never drives. You guys have she's an answer? Plot. She, she's a big plot point in the because Dom saves her life. They, they mentioned that. But it's funny, like, they, I feel like he doesn't do much in the movie. Like, they, sometimes they keep characters around, but they don't really do much. They're yeah, like, like, she does absolutely nothing. Even when, she's like... kind of, like, 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 Ludacris is also a hacker. It's like, you don't need both of them. That's the crazy thing, is they have God's Eye, which she, like, programmed, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Ludacris is the there one who's that typing was, that into was it. That plot point of six, I think. Okay. Or was it seven? It doesn't matter. But it doesn't. It doesn't really. Ludacris is the one who's controlling it. He's like typing in Dom Toretto on it, and I'm like, why is he doing it? And then, anyways, I don't know. Should, you're right. It should be her. She, yeah, she broke. Yeah, and then the beanbag, the prison riot with the rock. That was pretty cool. Oh wait, yeah, that's this one. Is that this one? It's not Hobbs and Shaw. You're confusing. <laughs> I know because <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's hard watching both of those. And I watched like, both of them back switch. to back. So well, pretty much the fate of the Furious is Hobbs and Shaw, like because they they don't really interact with all the other characters. They're kind yeah. of in a Hobbs and Shaw movie already. Like it pretty much is part one Hobbs and Shaw. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah, the prison. This is part of the falling out of Vin Diesel and The Rock. Yeah, because so like they... The Rock got big. He's like bigger. They brought yeah. in like a bigger star. But they have, like, rules that they can't, like, beat each other. Like, they have to draw every time. Yeah. They have to, like, they can't beat each other. No one can win against the other. Yeah. So. I know way too much about the Fast and Furious. Yeah. Like, it's, <laughs> it's like the X-Men got replaced by the Fast and the Furious once yeah, Fast and Furious. Dark their, Phoenix their came out. Their universe makes far more sense than the X-Men universe. <laughs> Somehow. I, have, I, give, I give them credit for that. Because no one can die. And yeah, and they like they're really good at retconning, and I'm like, yeah, I'll buy that. Like that's it. Tokyo Drift in the future now, I'll buy that. Even though like, everyone drives of, old cars, yeah, sure. <laughs> don't care. Like that's the, the, the that's it works out oddly enough. Like this universe for the person who knows, admittedly knows like the least about cars. You love this franchise. Oh yeah, like I it's fun. It's like. I'm not like out in the theater, like going, but I'll like still watch them because I'm like, this is like the plot. The, the fact that they try, they try to keep it consistent or try to like, not maybe not consistent, but they try to build upon their story. It's like, like commendable. It's very commendable because nobody else can do it except the MCU. So it's, it's crazy that they're doing it with Fast and Furious when no one else can really do it. It's like, like Harry like Potter. Warner Brothers tries to do it. Harry, like Harry Potter. Potter. Well, they're not even that good at it because, like, like, the Fantastic Beast movies aren't like fitting so perfectly into Harry Potter. Well, that's true. As well as, so, like, we'll see how it goes on that franchise. Well, but, we'll also like, see. Okay, so I'll bring up a problem, anyways. Fate of the Furious, great movie. The Arctic thing was cool. Um, oh, the when they're like chasing Dom and they have like the hooks in the cars. 
that's pretty cool. Scott Eastwood's character sucks, and I hope yeah, he never shows up ever again. Yeah. But um, <laughs> Kurt Russell's not in this one, is he? Is he, he is. Okay. He's in this one. But you, it's weird because people. you never see his eyes. And I was like, I wonder how that contract went, where it's like, he's always wearing these super dark sunglasses. He's going to be like an alien in like the 10th one. Yeah. It's he's like, going to reveal the eyes and be like, he's like, the whole time. I'm Mr. Nobody. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's fun. A lot of big body count in this movie. Back when I was watching Fast and Furious, very little body count. Yeah, when you got to five, a lot of people said that. Yeah. Um, and then it's weird because I was like, I wonder if they just like are like, hey, like you know what you should do with that gun, just smack them with it, because that happens a lot in this movie. So, anyways, fun. Jason Statham is on the plane. There's a baby with headphones. Cute. <laughs> Uh, everyone meet I feel, Brian. I feel like that scene—that scene is what made like Hobbs, like them greenlight Hobbs and Shaw. They're like this baby scene. This could be a movie. Yeah. I, and I then really instead of the that. baby, let's put in the rock. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah, fine movie. Fate of the Furious. You get like a six out of eight for me. Good job. Whoever directed it. Oh, right. Hobbs and Shaw now. So. Fun movie, but there's a line in this movie that really confused me. Can you guess what that line is, Mike? Black Superman? No, that's racist. Look, <laughs> how put it? <laughs> he says, uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember memorable lines from that movie. Kevin Hart is there, and you're like, Why? That's also really strange. Him and Ryan Reynolds. Super like that's bewildering. Right, that's what I'm saying. It's like they don't seem like they belong in the in a Fast and Furious universe movie. It's very strange. Yeah, yeah I hope they come back in the next one. Yeah, because um, they seem they seem like they both work. Each of them work for like a day or like two days. Yeah, and I'm like, it feels like. they have a larger, a lot larger part than I expected. Exactly, they show up in multiple scenes. You're like, this is just a cameo, one scene. They're like, no, they show up more than once. Yeah. Um. So, Jason, hey, I State- just got your text. Cool. Uh, Your text asking if we have that what, app. What, <laughs> does it show up like at like the that you got it after the other text? So if I if I look at it, it'll show me the time it was actually sent, and then the time. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> it's like three hours later. <laughs> yeah. Um. So in Hobbs and Shaw, Jason Statham says to Idris Elba, "You made me kill my brother." Well, you missed a Fast and Furious movie where that happened. That, that's your problem. So he has two brothers? <laughs> no, so he's got the one... He's got the brother... Well, he's got a brother and a sister. The sister's in this movie. Yeah. His brother's a different Shaw who kills people. So he worked for... I think they were working for the same organization. I don't, I don't remember the exact box. Wait, but his brother Owen is in Fate yeah, of the Owen's Furious. Gone. Oh, maybe he, has a, he must have a different brother then. Yeah, I, I thought it was the brother Owen. No, because Owen is on the plane in Fate of the Furious. Helen Mirren's like, you have to work with your brother. And he's like, I don't want to work with him. And then anyways, 
they they're on the plane and the movie ends because I went back and had to research this. Yeah, there must be another shot. I think there's like a hundred shots and they're like always the bad guy. No, and so there's a there's <laughs> some, a theory. Some good, yeah. There's a theory that this movie is supposed to take place after F nine. But anyways. That's the thing that I'm like, what is going on here? Because pretty much Owen pulls a gun on the pilot and is like, land the plane. And then that's the last you see of him. Huh. Now, I don't know if a long time ago, Jason Statham thought he killed Owen. Only to find out that Owen's still alive. And is but he holding... knew he was alive in of the period. Exactly. I don't understand. Because mm. this clearly takes place after Fate of the Period. So. Yeah. Because yeah, because of the, the rock and they know, yeah, they work together. They, yeah, they, they established that. And that. there's no way this movie could take place after F9 because that would just be crazy. I mean, I see that as possible because I don't think either of them are going to, well, Helen Mirren's in Helen Mirren's in nine because she shows up in the trailer. Yeah. And she's not in prison. So she must get out. Or why did she go to prison again? Oh, bad idea. Did that happen in fate? No, I think she, go to... she goes into prison yeah. between F8 and F9. I mean, well, maybe F8... she goes into after F9 and Hobbs and Shaw is after. That's why she's in prison. I don't know. I'm starting to buy this theory that this happens after. <laughs> I just saw it online. I Googled. Jason Statham kills brother Fast yeah. and Furious and then they're like does Hobson Shaw yeah whatever I don't know what, did it, what was the answer though just theory yeah no one knows well, there's, well, well there's a lot of hidden in the Hobson Shaw movie because they're like you still don't know who the voice they're, they're clearly setting up for more movies because they're like you don't know who that voice is yeah and like the voice is like I'll keep in contact with you or something like that yeah so I'm yeah. telling you they're plotting this out they know what they're doing I guess. It doesn't seem like they would, but I think they are. I think they know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this was a fun movie, too. I liked it. I liked the hacking and the, the hot rods. I liked his brother, The Rock's brother. You know that it was supposed to be Jason Momoa, I think, was going to be the, be that character. That's pretty cool. I think they were supposed to get him, and they did scheduling it for yeah, I saw no. something with Owen Shaw was supposed to be Jason Statham and someone else were up for the role of Owen. Oh. Huh? Is Owen Shaw a big part in another movie? Yeah, yeah. He's a, <laughs> he's a big bad. He's a big bad. And then Jason I Statham. I can't do well, it. I need to give you some more background. No, you don't. Jason it's fine. Uh, so no, Hobbs and Shaw gets like a, a 7 out of 8. No, 5 Jason out of 8. Statham's 6 out of 8. Like a big 6 bad. out of 8. So what happens in an end credit scene, he kills Han. In, in Fast and Furious 3, he kills Han. Jason Statham. Yeah. Yeah. Now, like, now Jason so he's a bad guy, but then he turned good. Because we find out that Han is alive still. Han's back, so, like, they have to redeem Shaw through that, because if he killed Han, I mean, they were already being chill about it. They shouldn't be. Yeah. You can't kill one of the family and be forgiven. I don't think that's how. But I think you can, because. Probably. (laughs) Because they did. They're pretty much, they were drinking Coronas. What movies? Oh, do you, that doesn't happen at nine, right? They drink Coronas at the end? Well, nine isn't out yet, so. Or eight. 
eight. They do that in eight. They buy their old house and they do Corona. Is that eight? Maybe that's seven. No, they're on like a rooftop. And like Dom okay, is that's... like, meet Brian Toretto or whatever the kid's last name oh, is because okay. it's not Toretto. Oh, I'm thinking of seven. Seven, they go back to the original house at one. And then they're yeah. like, oh, they're all yeah. chilling. And yeah, they're all chilling having the Corona. Yeah. Brian, let's talk about this movie that you watched for the first time. Yay, I watched Booksmart. Finally, sober, sober, right? Yeah, I was sober. I saved it for the last movie I had to watch in 2019 because, well, we watched it. <laughs> it was very enjoyable. That, that time, I think. The second time for me. It was very enjoyable I, for you? Well, after seeing it one time and then seeing it the second time, I enjoyed it a lot more. Even though oh, Brian so you saw it before like Independence Day. I saw it already. Yeah, yeah. So okay, okay. Independence Day. Yeah. You too, Drew. Yeah. Okay, so you guys already saw it, and we watched it on Independence Day because I guess I wanted to see it, right? Was yeah, we watched, we watched it, it for you. I, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> and then you ended up like Scotch. <laughs> sounds like privilege. And and, uh, <laughs> and then I just completely forgot the movie. Yeah, it's called Blocking I, when Out. When I rewatched it, I was like, wow, I don't remember any of this. <laughs> I think you enjoyed it, though, on Independence Day. Yeah, you did, <laughs> You enjoyed, like, Billy Lord's character. He's pretty good. He's, like, Beanie. the MVP of that movie, I feel like. I think Beanie is, like, the greatest. And her character in this movie is the best. Because she's a slither claw, just like me. Um, what is this movie about? High school kids in high school who work too hard and then realize that they work too hard and they have to how to live it up at the end of high school. Mm-hmm. And very uh, charismatic lead, cute little story about friendship. Really funny. Um, I put on one of my favorites of the year. I forgot what number it was. Um, I guess I would give it a a six. Cool. I'm glad I rewatched it sober. <laughs> I'm glad you did too. I wasn't sure if it was gonna bring back like crazy memories, like how you like smell alcohol. Then you want to like throw up. I don't think that happens. I don't know with a movie. No, with a movie like this. Um, let's talk about um TV. All right, I saw uh, Westworld season three came out. The first three episodes. Uh, I'm really digging this new season because like. The first season was really good, and then the second season kind of went kind of haywire. Yeah. But um, season three, they kind of, it, it's not really the same show anymore. It's kind of like they went into, like, the real world, so it's kind of They, like, left the West world. They left the West world. I mean, they're going to go back, and they're going to go to different parks and stuff, but they still, like, uh, are in the real world now, and I kind of feel like that was for the best, because then they can do, like, different story points where they're like exploring that world and like just pretty much changing the show and then Aaron Paul's character is introduced and all the, everybody's like 
yeah, everybody's way more famous than they were. So it's like the cast is like stacked. So it's pretty cool to see the the new cast. But uh, yeah, I'm liking the new season so far. Um, so I, yeah, I'm digging Westworld. I think it's definitely if you if you missed out on season two, it's worth going. You could probably even go right to season three. Not even that um, like that drastic uh, of a, a change because change, there's not much there's not much story that. I mean, you'll miss some things, of course, but like Westworld's already confusing enough, so it doesn't even like mean anything. But uh, yeah, so I, I'm digging Westworld season three. I think it's worth checking out for sure if you gave up the season two or whatever. I watched Hunters on Amazon over the course of three days. Oh, you finished it? Yeah, I finished it. 13 episodes, I think. Really good show. Um, Like a fictionalized alt-history type deal. Well, not really alt-history. Well, fictionalized history. It takes place in the 70s, so you get a lot of good music, cool costumes, and all that. But um, Al Pacino's great, and uh, Josh Radner's in it. He's great. A few big stars. All really good fun. I mean, as fun as Nazi hunting and World War II, like all the Holocaust can get. Touch on some serious tones. So, I really dug it. Um, I also watched Tiger King. Watched a few episodes of that. Oh yeah, I've heard of that. Bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. Did you finish that? I only watched three episodes. Or two. Wow, I'm surprised because everyone else just like binges it. Yeah, everyone yeah, like. I'm working from home. I'm not. I'm not doing nothing. So you have privilege. I, as much privilege as as still can, yes, I have employment privilege. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um. Brian, what did you watch? We're on mine already. Oh. Yeah, because Mike is. Uh, I watched this show called Kipo and the Age of Wonder Beast on Netflix. It is an animated show. Um, it has one season out, and it's really, 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 really cute. It's about this girl that lives underground, and then she gets forced to go above ground, um, and then she's in search of her people, and she has to kind of survive this like post-apocalyptic overworld where there's like giant really cute fluffy animals that will like kill you like very nice friendship um, really cute everyone should watch it it's my new favorite show that i'm recommending to everyone nice um i also watched little america all of it uh, uh, such a good show season one or one season is out so that's like it's a anthology anthology yeah uh each episode is about a different immigrant um, coming to america and they're like their story and it's just so unique and so it's like such fresh perspective uh, i think i cried in like every episode uh, i really 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 hope they do like a vietnamese episode in season two or three or four or five or six Wow. Because, like, at this point in my life, I could be very selfish because, like, there's so much 
there's or not so much there's more asian representation so then now i want for there to be vietnamese representation and like lana condor's there hire her but she's with uh, netflix yeah true and this well, is that's the Apple. cool thing about the show too is that they get a lot of unknown people yeah like there's not a lot of like people you would know in the yeah. in the that show so i think that's a that's yeah, cool thing so maybe they could find some Vietnamese person who isn't an actor. No, that... I think usually they are actors, though. I mean, they're actors. <laughs> they're just not, like, famous. Like, super famous. Uh, Brian, stop. To get my name out there, you guys. <laughs> okay. Brian, I am willing to <laughs> sa- completely sabotage Brian because they already did an episode on Indian people, so <laughs> I have no <laughs> hope. You're like, they did that first episode. You're like, oh, I'm in. Like, yeah, I already watched. They have that one episode. Um, oh god. Uh, where the character's name is Bo, and then I was like, "Ooh, this is relatable." But they weren't. Like, which one that was? It was the one where they went on a cruise. Oh yeah, the, yeah. the single mom. Like that oh, one. Oh my I, god, I, that I, one I cried had, so like, bad. That one was so. Oh my god. That was wild. I was like, oh, um, geez. Like, because you, you don't get the full story, and then you're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. That yeah. Was that was. And then at the end, where it says, like, uh, that was the son that directed it because he became a. He started working yeah. And that's the cool thing, too. They, they got the real story. Like, they showed yeah. the real people at the end. Yes. That's my favorite part. That was yeah. that's so cool. Uh, I really like the. The Indian one was great. The uh, the squash one was great. Uh, they were all great. Really, really good show. Yeah. Uh, I also watched the first season, or there's only one season of the new show called Mythic Quest: Raven's Banquet, with uh, Rob McElhenney. Yeah, McElhenney. <laughs> Mac McElhenney. McKillany? Yeah, sure. One of those is probably right. <laughs> and it's there. It's like the, their production company that they have with like Charlie Day and Glenn Harrison, I think. Yeah. Uh, so it was clearly going to be amazing. But it's like, it's about a uh, game development company. I don't know what they're called. That's um, exactly what they're called. Have... Oh, cool. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> They're they're releasing an MMO expansion on their game, their really popular game Mythic Quest, and then it's just about all their um, different their staff and then oh god, it's just a wild cast of characters. And it's very reminiscent of It's Always Sunny, but uh, in in a way that like you love to hate the, the people because they're they're just like a bunch of assholes, um, but they're like endearing assholes. Uh, really, really funny. Also, highly recommended. Okay, Mike. Uh, and then I've been watching the Star Wars: The Clone Wars. So I think they are seven episodes in out of I believe it's like twelve or thirteen. Uh, but like the first five episode arc, they did like the clone troopers arc and this like Bad Batch arc, who are all these clones who are are like slightly they're slightly modified like accidentally, but they get they have all these different uh different looks. Uh, but the next two episodes have been like the Ahsoka arc, which is kind of the arc everybody wants to see anyway because it's uh they had because they had a season six but she wasn't in the show she, she hasn't been in the show 
because they stopped making it, but it's been like, I guess, like 10 or 11 years. But uh, yeah, they, they, her arc's going, pre- it's pretty cool right now because it's, like, uh, the, the thing I like what they're doing with these Star Wars, some of the Star Wars stuff is they're, they're like going in on the Jedi and being like, like how, how much they're not really, the Jedi aren't the greatest in the world. Yeah. Kind of more like, uh, yeah, this is why it turned and kind of like how, the end of the Republic, it was kind of more empire-like than you would think. It was like, it wasn't like a change overnight. It's kind of like a slow change. So there's a lot of that going on in this season at this part. So that's really cool to see. And then uh, I've been watching Picard. Picard just ended. And uh, yeah, it's kind of weird because this whole season they kind of didn't seem like they had much plot. It's like 10 episodes, but it feels like they only had like two or three episodes of plot. It was very like stretched out in a way where it was like, like why? Yeah. I don't know why it took so long to do a lot of things they did, but yeah, overall, I I still liked it. I still like seeing Patrick Stewart back. That was the main thing anyway. So now that I know they're getting to season two and stuff, I'm excited to see what they do, but a lot of stuff with the card. It was like they they only had like one plot point. And they, they like it was it was a very strange show. It it wasn't yeah. It's just like they didn't they focused on certain characters and then they kind of ignored them at the end. It was like a really weird a weird experience for a show. Like I don't know if I've seen anything like it. it That's strange. It's just not it, yeah. It was it was it was very weird, but uh, I still liked it and it looked it looked great too. Uh, I would check the card if you. Uh, he likes that Star Trek, the next generation. Especially. Awesome. We're going to skip discussion this week. We'll do it next week. Postponed again. Postponed again. And I don't know what's on Netflix and Disney Plus, but I know Impractical Jokers, the movie, comes out on VOD today. So go watch that. Yeah, like, should we start putting like VOD releases? Yeah, I, I like guess that's, so. That's more important. That's, be, that's our. That maybe mm-hmm. Thursdays this week in movies, but now is this week in VOD release. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um. So yeah, come back tomorrow for America Sweetheart. This week in movies in the now trailer talk. That's it. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Destiny Pizzas. Until next week, grab a slice and enjoy. Goodbye. Thank you.